Only if you like don't know if you're gonna return it or not. That's the only exactly. time. That's the only time. Every other, all the other time, just throw them away. Throw them away. Let somebody do a false return with them. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that happens a lot. So, especially internally. Welcome everyone to the real deal. This is what you've been waiting for. Yes, the pickums were fun, but now we're back at the Sports 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 Podcast. As always, my name is Jake, sitting here with your host, the man with the plan, the man with the card, the man with it all, Anthony Baxley. Hello. It's just us two today. It's just us this now. Now, yeah. Moments ago, we were joined by a shady Katie Big Shoots Renner and Rory. So we got uh, sports that came back. A lot of sports played today. Football. There's sports happening throughout the world. But more importantly. <laughs> NFL's back. Throughout the USA. NFL is back. We played fan- We did our fantasy draft uh, yesterday. Uh, day before yesterday, day before yesterday, and, and uh, I can honestly say I'm happy this year with the results of my draft. Yeah, well, it ha- that's what happens when there's only six people. Yeah, uh, and we do a proper draft selection order selection. Yeah, uh, and then we have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, just trying to get on Sam's shit list. And then we have uh, crazy rules this year, so I guess we'll start with fantasy first. Okay, uh, let's do some fantasy talk. So we have this new new rules this year. My brother decided to do. We have two quarterbacks. Uh, three running backs, four wide receivers, two flex options, a tight end, and defense and kicker. Do you feel like, you know, when uh, you play like a Call of Duty game on, but you don't play it online, you play and you don't play it like, you basically play the unlocked version, right? You're mm-hmm. playing like... Like the campaign version? Yeah, like you can go in and you can select all the attachments for your weapons. Yes. You can select all the perks for your guy and you can select all the camos. Like, you can select everything. Nothing's locked. That's the way I feel when Kyle went in to select the lineup selections this year. He's like, ooh, two QBs? Fuck it. <laughs> oh, four wide receivers? <laughs> so he's like, load it up. Load it up. So we're going to expect big points this year. Big uh, points. Average is supposed to be around 200, 225. I'm so. estimated to get 250-something. Rory's yeah. supposed to beat me by a couple points, but... He's not here to defend himself, so he'll probably fucking lose. Yeah, who's your favorite pick so that you picked out of the draft? You like your Lamar Jackson Tyreek Hill combo that you did? Not really. <laughs> I mean, it was good. I'll give. Uh, I mean, it was it was a pretty good first pick, but that pick was based strictly out of like I need two of the best players out there, more or less, and they were available. Um, my favorite pick actually. That d- the Dalvin Cook Austin Eckler combo that you have, I had those two last year, and they, they should they, yeah they should do good well do well for you. I was happy that Dalvin Cook was still available, but um, I mean he's probably like as far as like he's probably one of my f- more favorite picks. But honestly, I was really thrilled to get DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, it's not too often. I mean, obviously Larry Fitzgerald has some big games, but he also just has some run-of-the-mill games, so I'm pretty stoked to have like a big receiver for the Cardinals on my roster because 
that'll just really bring the extra stress that I love and I crave every <laughs> Sunday when I'm trying to get the Cardinals to win and DeAndre Hopkins to get get all the points. I'm just funneling my juju, <laughs> not Juju Smith, juju, regular juju. Like, yeah. You know, not the Schuster type. My two value picks that I feel really good that I got from my team was Josh Jacobs, where I got him because I feel like everybody forgot you got about him late. Yeah, and then, I did not forget about him. You know me, I hate Las Vegas. Yeah. So I DK left. Metcalf were the two. Metcalf the two guys, was a good one, dude. Two guys I got late. I picked those guys up. Nobody picked them for whatever reason. Those are the two guys I was. Most I also hate with. Seattle. I'm not gonna lie. I looked at both of those players earlier <laughs> in the draft, but you benefited from my um, super bias against certain teams. Yeah, and I also picked um, uh, Russell Wilson too. So with the two quarterbacks, I have Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson. So then I needed a receiver. So I got a receiver for both of them. I got Brandon Cooks for Watson, who did crap tonight, but I got DK Metcalf, who should be a tight end or not a tight end a uh end zone monster uh yeah, in the red zone and stuff like that quite so, a few touchdowns last year yeah, he's a big dude he's fast and he's only gonna get better if he sticks to it type thing and he's got a decent quarterback in russell wilson so i figured why not so you basically got uh russell wilson and russell wilson jr for yeah. your quarterbacks this and year. i both got both of their possible number one receivers although i should have went with will fuller i actually regret not picking him and katie picked him i, re- I should have taken credit for that one for katie i was like take uh, him he's a, he's I, their only receiver i should have picked him only he's because if he's going to be healthy he's going to be good so dude, he's going to get the ball pushed to him with the loss of deandre hopkins he got eight year. targets he already got 10 targets and caught eight passes or something like that so my over like, 100 yards my sleeper pick if that's what we're going for it's definitely aj green I think he's going to be good. He, I didn't start bounce him this back week. Year. Yeah, bounce back year. You know, an injury doesn't mean you're done. And you hurt your ankle, it doesn't fuck up your hands. True. So I think that uh, it was like round nine, somewhere between the ninth and 11th round, I think, where I picked him up. Yeah. And because I remember you were like, what? He's still there? Yeah, I was uh, not expecting that to happen. Um, I was like, oh, <laughs> But I feel like, though, a lot of the people who compile the list that we look at and we draft on, we're kind of entrusting them to be experts and stuff. And I think feel like A.J. Green's one that everyone's going to get wrong. I think, I, I think he's going to have a bounce back year. He has a fresh, new, young quarterback that he's going to rely yeah. heavily on him. He's probably going to give a lot of targets to him and yeah, stuff dude. like that. So it's I think you're going to reap the benefits from that. Speaking of quarterbacks, though, a couple of sleepers. You picked Gardner Minshew for some reason. You think he's going to... Really, really good, or are you just trying to be a jerk to Kyle? I'm no, not sure. I, no, not that, not even that. Actually, I was just like caught up in the Minshew fever still from last year, and yeah. I was like, worst case scenario, this guy balls out week one, gives me a fuck up week two, and I bench him. I got Cam Newton as my sleeper for uh, is that a sleeper? Because let's go ahead and get into this. <laughs> You're taking a quarterback who, in my opinion, is probably. Better than Tom Brady. More athletic, yes. Do you think he's more talented? More athletic, uh, yes. I don't think Tom Brady is talented. (laughs) I think that I could probably go to Costco and grab five dudes and, you know, I take the obviously the most athletic five dudes in in Costco. I take those five dudes, I slap them into the Patriots uh, system system there. (laughs) And, of course, they, they need to be... They need to be tallish because I think that's the only thing you need to be in Belichick Belichick's system. You just gotta be able to see shit. Is it because he does a lot over the over the middle stuff? So you gotta be able to see over your linemen. Yeah, you like you you just need to be nearsighted and tall. 
Your sighted in tall. Like, nice. If you can see five yards so that you could just dump off a garbage pass to somebody to fucking keep your bitch ass self from getting sacked to the turf, then you could probably start for the New England Patriots. That said, Cam Newton is a baller. Yeah. Just because he had a fucking injured season, everyone's all sleeping on it him. He fucked up his shoulder, dude. Like, dude. And I understand why he would want to take a year yeah. off, especially if they botched his... Does Cam Newton really rely on throwing the ball as much as most quarterbacks? No. In Carolina, they didn't. They, they ran him to the ground. That's the reason why he was the last few years got hurt. I think that... I understand that he's gotten hurt, but here's the thing. He's a hoss. <laughs> he's a hoss. He's a bad motherfucker. He okay? is. No, he you is, can't he just is. stop him. You saw... Like... Imagine you're just like, Cam, how do you think the injuries are going to affect you in this season? And he just fucking stands up and walks away. Stiff arms you and you fall over. You guys oh. big. <laughs> no, I was just referring to his Super Bowl interview. <laughs> <laughs> he did he made he made a business decision to not jump on the fumble that he had and just had the, the Broncos defense not kill him when he did it. So, dude, I mean, tale of two stories, you know? The man could be a Super Bowl champion, but Instead, he went and signed with a Super Bowl champion to be a Super Bowl champion. Find so, out. Dude, there's no find out about it. The Patriots are going to be fucking like so, 14 and do, four. Do, they're gonna be, do you think the they're going to do 14 is. and two? 14 and two. They're only going to lose two games? Uh, let's go. I think they're going to go 10 and six, and 11 and five. I think right, that's I'm going 12 go. and four. I think that they win 12 games easy. Easy the in division's, that system. The only tough team they have in the division, in my opinion, is probably Buffalo, since Buffalo's on the rise. They're young. And they've upgraded their quarterback since last year. So, <laughs> uh, so well, if we're going to talk about moving quarterbacks, might as well lead into Tampa then. Uh, Tom Brady's going to go against Drew Brees. And I'm, I am excited slash nervous because I don't, wanna, I don't want to be bad. I uh, actually heard that they were probably going to have um, – like designated AARP carts on the side of the fucking on the field, so that if either one of them gets hurt, they can wheel them straight to the VA. Don't ask me why they're going to the VA. Uh, obviously, that's for veterans, but these guys have done a lot for the country. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, Tom Brady pla- practically fucking saved Boston, and you know Boston is where the Tea Party happened. And Drew Brees, he plays for the troops, so. Yeah. He's like Toby Keith. Exactly. Toby. I love that I have this platform to ramble on. <laughs> He's like Toby Keith. As uh, I just swing my beer <laughs> back and forth and ramble. I love it. So uh, well, I'll ask you this then about football. Is there any t- team that you think is going to go under the radar that's going to be good this year? Or do you think it's just going to be the staples that are good? You know. You already know. You think Arizona is going to be good? You already know. <laughs> Arizona is going to be Fire? Fire? Fire. Like, imagine that you were about to have a child and you decided that you wanted to go out into the dry, dry brush of Southern California and set off an explosive with blue powder in it so that everybody around you knew that you were going to have a child. Imagine being that kid. Yes, that's going to be a tough few years for him. But the result of it was the Arizona Cardinals. They're catching fire. They're catching fire, bro. They went to California specifically to announce they were bringing DeAndre Hopkins. It's a boy. It's a boy. He's a really good wide receiver boy. 
Uh, that didn't sound. That right. didn't sound right. Yeah, that's not how I meant it. He's. <laughs> we brought the baller to Arizona. Okay? There you go. There you <laughs> we go. Brought the baller. Um, so, I think that if you take, I think. Oh, we talked about it in the last episode. You know, you got Kenyon Drake mm-hmm. taking over for David Johnson, but he had a really strong like last second, few games of last of last season. Second half of the year, he was really good. Yeah, second half of the year, like latter seven games, six seven games, he did really really good. You got Kyler Murray, who had a really good rookie season. Now he's had just plenty of time to just reflect on it and think back on it. And socially distance himself from everybody. And he's ready. You got Larry. Dude, do I even need to say anything about Larry? You don't. Larry's the GOAT. And then, of course, you got the other best receiver in the NFL. You got the two best receivers, the two best hands in the NFL. That'd be terrible if they lead the league in drops. It's not going to happen. I know it's not going to happen, but Are you insane? Are you insane? So besides the Cardinals, though. Who do you have any other thing? Like, are we, are we going to go no, with the Cleveland Browns again this year? Terrible joke about the Cardinals leading the league in drops when they've got. You know how many drops there were between DeAndre Hopkins and Larry Fitzgerald in the last six years? No, do you? I don't, but I guarantee that it's less than my two hands. It's uh, less than ten. Put it this way: as one of my favorite stats of all time is that Larry. Fitzgerald has more tackles than drops in his entire career. Exactly. So, and DeAndre Hopkins had less drops than Larry Fitzgerald last year. <laughs> so, you dude, drove your point pretty home there. The Cardinals home. will not be dropping passes if they're fucking like you got Larry. He's working the slants. Like, mm-hmm. uh, what do they call that when the receiver works the second position in? What do you mean? It's what Larry did. He went from like... Oh, he went to the slot position. Slot. Yeah. Yeah, you've got Larry working at the slot position. And then you've got DeAndre Hopkins on the outside position. And then you got to think about the fact that um, you're not going to put double coverage on both of those guys. Right? Yeah. I mean, you can't double. If you could double both of them, that's four guys. It means you only have seven other guys. And if you're going to stack the, at least put an extra defender to block or to tackle Kenyon Drake, you're not only going to have another person to do anything. So, so how many guys do Air, does Arizona have open at that point if you do, if you put double coverage? At least two. A minimum of two, more than likely three. Okay. So, so, at this so point, if they're going to double that and then play for Kenyon Drake, they're going to have one guy open at uh, minimum. So now you've got... DeAndre Hopkins and Larry Fitzgerald, who one-on-one coverage, even old Larry can shake anybody. Oh, he'll go up and get it too. So yeah, and if someone's hanging on his back, he still catches the ball. I just, I'm going to be so frustrated if anything happens, but the Cardinals literally just catching everything, everything, everything. Yeah, I hope. I mean, I hope the Cardinals do well. I've always liked. I'm so excited. Living in Arizona for so long, you kind of just yeah, you know, dude. Becoming become a part of it. My whole life. Go Cardinals! Go Cardinals! Larry! I think one team in particular that's going to be fairly decent that no one's talking about is Vegas. Uh, for some reason, I think they're going to be in the mix. They're going to be like a... I'm sure they will be. They were until like week 12 last year, yeah. right? They were and right and, and if you think about it, all the young players they drafted uh, the last two years... There should only get better, right? If you're th- talking about regular progression of if players, if they weren't in Vegas, true. But what kind of effect do you think that might have on younger players? Probably lots of gambling. Gambling, lots is of cocaine, fine. cocaine, 
also fine actually for football. It's the strippers and the beer and the booze. You can have coke and weed all you want, I think, and still be successful in the well, NFL. Well, weed's legal there. It's decriminalized in Nevada, so. Oh. Yeah, well, I mean, so is alcohol. But alcohol will ruin your career. Weed's good for it. Uh, alcohol will ruin your career. Look at Andre Johnson. Or Andre Giant. Andre the Giant. There Andre we go. the Giant. Dude, if you, had, if you had to drink a truck worth of beer to get drunk, you might have an alcohol problem, You too. might be Andre the Giant. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, I think you're onto something there. But I think the Vegas, I think Vegas will do well. I mean, you're gonna, I hate them, but I think I think I think you're gonna have your mix. typical teams in the NFC and the AFC. There's always one or two teams that like Buffalo's been that fringe team for the last couple of years in the AFC. I think uh, Vegas will be that fringe team this year in the NFC side. It's kind of hard to debate. It's kind of hard to like if Tampa ends up being good, then that's possible. Two teams coming out of the South with New Orleans, and then maybe a third team in Carolina, or if Atlanta can ever get their shit together. Like they could be a decent team. You um, would think Atlanta could be so good. Like Matt Ryan can literally throw for four hundred and fifty yards a game. Yeah, and here's the thing: they have not been the same team since they lost to the in the Super Bowl when the Patriots came back on them. No, right, the greatest comeback I've ever seen, even they, more great, great than Patrick Mahomes did last year. The greatest comeback I've ever seen in a Super Bowl is, wait, was that game. Oh, in the Super Bowl, in I was going to say, you didn't see the two thousand one World Series. Uh, Game seven, (laughs) bottom of the ninth. (laughs) Diamondbacks are down by one against the greatest closer of all time, Mariano Rivera. Mark Gray steps up to the plate. You know what he does? Smashes it. First of all, he fucking talks some shit about his wife, his (laughs) ex-wife. And then he gets up there, (laughs) spits, spits in his hands, rubs that shit together. Because Mark Grace ain't no bitch. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't use batting gloves, all right? He spits in his hands. He gets up. Mario Rivera throws a cutter that literally hits him in the rib cage, but he lines it into first base. He pulls his fucking hands inside. He lines that shit right up the middle, right back at Mariano's face. Whoa, just like that. And, I mean, I don't even need to go into the rest of it. The rest, of its history. It. the rest of his history, fucking walk, error, double, floater single by Luis Gonzalez, J-Bell scores, Diamondbacks win, best comeback in the history <laughs> of sports. Uh, I don't know, man. Being down 28-3 is pretty impressive, too. Three years you've been an expansion team. Three years. Three <laughs> tiny, tiny little years. Three tiny years. And... You know, you sign up. Let's let's so, get back to two, 1999, the summer. Is that when they got they Randy Johnson? <laughs> yes. So yeah, I have a I have a question though. Prior to that, Randy Johnson was on the Mariners team with King Griffey Jr., Alex Rodriguez, and like two other guys that are like, possible future Hall of Famers. Edgar Martinez. Yeah. So how come that team? That, and I think that team won over 100 games one year too. Like how come that team did not do very well in the playoffs? Just one of those things. Too much talent, but not enough. Well, you got to think about a couple of. Griffey things. was hurt too. I think also. Griffey had some injury issues, but I mean, the sweetest and swing of all is time. The Mariners, dude. I'll he's, never talk shit about him. He's the he has the sweetest sweetest swing of all time, dude. Yeah, <laughs> dude, just smooth. You love it. Uh, Randy Johnson was still a bit on the wild side. This was like. Let's be honest, when Randy Johnson got to Arizona, he tuned his craft. He started winning 20-plus games a year, 300 strikeouts a year. Like, Did he not have a lot of control? 
he was wild in his early years. There's if you look up some videos of him on YouTube, like just type in like Randy Johnson wild pitch. There's a lot. <laughs> like there's videos of him thrown over uh, people's heads, videos like all kinds of shit. He was known. Uh, he was known back then as like. Uh, I don't even want to hit a home run off this guy because next time I'm up, there's going to be a fucking fastball coming at my dome. And he threw really hard. But that's all beside the point. Uh, when he got to Arizona, that shit was dialed in. He fucking, he had a really good, he got traded into Houston uh, halfway through the 98 season. And the second half of that 98 season for the Astros, back before they were cheaters, uh, he had a hell of a year, or uh, hell of a second half. I don't remember. I want to say he went, this is way off the top of my brain looking at baseball cards from when I was a kid, but I want to say he might have gone 10 and 1, 10 and 1, 10 and 2, or 10 and 0, something like that for the uh, for the Astros second half of that year. And with a shit ton of strikeouts, and they made it to the playoffs, but they didn't, they didn't get very far. Uh, and then after that, he signed with the Diamondbacks, and he was just... On one, Houston was still in the in, uh, National League back then, so interesting. He made the jump over to the National League, really never looked back. Threw a perfect game in '04 against the Braves with 19 strikeouts. Oh. Uh, had 20 strikeouts to tie the major league record in '99 or 2000. Um, he was a hard thrower too, right? Like he threw hard. Yeah, when he first was for the Diamondbacks, he was averaging 98 to 100. And then later in his career with the Diamondbacks, he was probably in the 94 to 97 range. When he went to the Yankees, um, was he washed up then? He's, didn't they win a World Series with him I don't, as like a closer or something like that? I don't know. I don't uh, know what he did. Diamondbacks brought him in in game seven to beat the Yankees as a I know he played with the, he played with the Yankees in the later part of his career. And I don't he did, remember. but I ignored. Look, so obviously the Yankees were a foe and the Giants and the NL West are also a foe. He played for both of them briefly. But nobody cares, nobody listens, and he re- is in Cooperstown as a Diamondback. That's good. That's, That's all good. you need to know. He's the first Little history lesson on Randy Johnson. I like it. Yeah. First Diamondback inducted into the MLB Hall of Fame. Nice. So, pretty fancy. Luis Gonzalez might follow him. Shortly. He should. He should. He's definitely been retired for five years, so he's missing the ballot. And Luis Gonzalez, too, like for a long time, and especially live in Arizona, um, uh, he that's when people associate with the Diamondbacks. That's who a lot of people thought of. I met him at the mall. I peed next to him at Outback one day. Did you? Yeah, no joke. Hell yeah. No cap. Uh Outback Steakhouse? Yeah. In the Foothills Mall? No, right down here at Grant and Swan. Oh, dude. I saw him in the Foothills Mall. He was there with Mr. On, actually. Oh, he yeah. loved Mr. On. They had the commercials. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He was at Outback. I don't know what they were doing at Outback. They owned restaurants, but they were at Outback. Mr. On's like, hey, you know, I'm not really in the mood for the Te- what do they call it? Teppanyaki? Teppanyaki, yeah. I don't need no teppanyaki. Let's go get a blooming onion. If, there, if we have any Tucson listeners, you guys are going to know what the fuck we're talking about. Or yeah. Arizona. But if you're not, you're just going to be like, oh, this people are rambling. We've but, only got six listeners. So yeah. Ale- I think at least three of them are familiar with Tucson. Exactly. There we go. But yeah, I peed next to uh, Luis Gonzalez at Outback Steakhouse. And some dude asked for his autograph while he was urinating. And it was super awkward. Really? Yeah. He came in there and was talking to him. He's like, and then Lewis was like, that's fine and everything. Can I finish up first, though? Did he really? Yeah, he was super nice. Like, super nice. He wasn't a jerk. He totally oh should have been God, a jerk. He should have been a jerk. I would have been a jerk. I have my hand on my dick, and some dude's asking me to sign his fucking ball. I'm going to look at him and be like, can I finish pissing first? But he I was really nice the opposite. I would have peed on my hand and been like, you got a pen? <laughs> uh, but I, we're just assholes, though. So. Yeah. I was 
probably somewhere between 10 and 12. I don't remember if it was, I don't remember how old I was when I met him in the Quicksilver store in the Tucson mall. And, uh, I saw him and I wasn't going to Quicksilver. I saw him standing at the counter. It was right by the front. You know how malls do. Yeah, Yeah. And I saw him and I was like, what the fuck? I was like, oh my God, that's Luis Gonzalez. And I was like, uh, okay, I'm going to talk to him. <laughs> so I fucking, I went up to him and I just remember being like, being like, Luis Gonzalez? Like, what a stupid way to approach somebody, right? Like you say ask their him, full name. Say their full name with a question mark after it. But that's what I did. I like, Luis Gonzalez? And he just started laughing. He's like, yeah. And I was like, oh my God. And I, just, I don't remember what I said to him after that. I just went off. I fucking, he was my favorite player, right? Yeah. So I'm going on and on. I talked to him for probably between like four and six minutes. And uh, as I'm talking to him and talking to him and talking to him, his kids are just coming up and they're just setting whatever they want on the counter. And the fucking person behind the counter just deep puts it in a bag, deep puts it in a bag. And as I'm talking to him, talking to him, about the, about the time we're about to finish our conversation, kids are done shopping or whatever. And he's like, all right, that, that's all you guys want? Yep, yep. And fucking hits the total, and he had like forty five hundred dollars worth of shit. Yeah, baseball player though. From Quicksilver. What like, they, they buy the whole fucking store? There's like, no fucking place to surf around here. Were they just buying shirts and shit? Shirts, shoes, like whatever. His fucking he has triplets. Oh, in vitro. Another famous Tucson person that I used to help at my work was Solomon Hill. Uh, he used to come into Peck all the time. Basketball player? Yeah, he used to come into Peck all the time. He had a dog. Him and his girlfriend had a dog. They'd, he'd come in all the time to like buy dog food. I actually food. remember that one one time I was there when mm-hmm. he came in. Yeah, yeah. He'd come in. He'd come in at least once a month and buy stuff. He I liked, remember that. He liked coming to us because every time he went to PetSmart, he got mobbed. So he liked coming because oh he he's a big recruit when he Nobody first came. Nobody goes to Petco. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess so. But <laughs> nowadays people go to us. Fuck, dude, we're busy as shit. Right. But Broadway's always been busy. But anyway, I remember when we thought we had like. Multiple U of A basketball player or football and basketball players that yeah. were coming to the store to buy fish. Yeah. But we couldn't like verify it, but they were just these big, huge dudes in jerseys. Like, exactly. They always were like a U of A gear. U of A gear. Yeah, exactly. No, no. And they sure. drop mad money on fish. And then it turns out Sean Miller bought them. <laughs> uh, that's funny. I just all I remember is Solomon Hill being a huge recruit when he came in. He, he played was. four years and stuff like that here. So it was pretty fun. But as far as like, that's I as what's going on in the world of sports today. Today was a fun day. Lakers are almost going to beat the Rockets. They're three one, and normally I'm not for the Lakers, but this time, James Harden. James Harden's literally playing the best defense of his entire career, and he can't score a bucket. He went two for eleven tonight. Good, so, yeah, dude, ridiculous. I hope that he does so terrible, and next year, we're like, you know, the kid from uh, Shameless, uh, Liam. Yeah. I just hope that next year, like the first game of the year, that kid walks out onto the court for the Rockets wearing 13. And we're like, what the fuck? And he's like, I suck. I had to shave my beard. Uh, That's what I hope. I the Heat are in the Easter Conference Finals. They're awaiting the... Uh, Dude, the East or the, the Heat are just... They're ballers right they're now. They're owning. Yeah, they I love got, it. They're waiting for the Celtics or the Raptors, which will be a good series. If, oh regardless, if they match up better against the Raptors. The Celtics, I'm a little afraid of. Can we but, go ahead and talk, especially since we might not have access to last week's episode, um, the beloved Jazz? Yeah, they them losing. They're and, not. They're not there. And by the way, so, sorry if we don't get an episode to you guys from last week. It got uh, misplaced. Yeah, we'll just go with that. <laughs> we'll go with misplaced. Yeah, we'll misplace it. It was the there. Great. 
the jump drive's gone. Yeah. Shit jump, happens. Shit happens. I know. I don't know what happened to the jump jump drive. I'm pretty sure it's in my house. We'll post it as a bonus episode if we find it. It's um, gonna be have no relevance to anything yeah, going no on, but it was right. but it was entertaining. Yeah. Uh, anyways, the Jazz are out. The Nuggets beat them in a fucking heartbreaking game seven. Lake or the Clippers look like they're gonna beat them. That's what I was getting at. Thank uh, God <laughs> the Clippers are up. Are they up three one right now? Something like that. Yeah, three one. Dude, fuck the Nuggets. Jamal Murray deciding to play like he's just a beast when he's not. That's not him. He doesn't score. Dude, he is not Donovan Mitchell. I think uh, that shows how bad. The Jazz's defense was, in my opinion. Grudy Gobert may be a defense, but they couldn't have anybody who could guard, even in a Donovan Mitchell, who could guard Jamal Murray. You have both. Royce Patrick- O'Neal, though, in the second half of game seven, yeah. shut him down. Yeah. He couldn't score. O'Neal should have been on in the whole game. There you go. See, the whole series. There should have been some matchups like that. But in this series, you have Kawhi, you have Paul George. These two are. Our first team first defensive team defense, defense and respected years and stuff like that. Actually, the entire Clippers team is a good defensive team in general. Yeah, they have Patrick Beverly. They have uh, the guy who called uh, Luka Doncic a bitch ass white boy. I can't remember his name. Um, <laughs> uh, Morris. Yeah, no, not Morris. He's the guy who stepped on him. Um, oh, I thought it was the same. I'm sorry. No, there's another guy. I can't remember his name right how now. How many? How many people are throwing shade at Doncic? Like, they're just mad because a 21 year old school in him. That's all that they were mad about. Could you, like honestly though, if like some 21 year old showed up at my work and started <laughs> schooling me on how to run in a machine shop, I'd be like. Fuck you. Shooting threes in your face. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck. Hey, let me. What? I, Harold. I'm going to find a new Harold. place to go. I just popped in my head. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we got that. You got that going on. The Heat are away. The Heat shut out. We did a gentleman sweep of the Bucks. Uh, they beat oh, they him in five games. Game. Yeah, 4 1. Giannis got hurt, and then now everyone's talking about whether or not Giannis is going to stay next year, get traded. If I was Milwaukee, and if they if there was no sign of Giannis tr- uh, signing with me, I'd trade you. Give me four first round picks for Giannis and Tukumpo. Four? First I don't know. Round I don't picks? know about fours, but you know what I mean. I mean, it might be worth it. The dude has the potential to be the greatest player of all time. Yeah, if he could figure out how to fucking make a jump shot. He's literally Ben Simmons is the same category, dude. If you can just learn how to jump shoot, you guys would be really good. I don't understand. Ben Simmons was not the rookie of the year. <laughs> Giannis was defensive player of the year and possibly might be the regular season MVP this year. Donovan Mitchell is the biggest robbery to ever be robbed for rookie of the year. And I think he didn't he lose didn't Donovan Mitchell lose a dunk contest too? Yeah, actually he did. So to but, Aaron Gordon, right? To Aaron oh. Gordon. But Donovan Mitchell is six three. <laughs> if you see a six three guy doing shit that's as impressive as a six nine guy, he's the winner. Yeah, that's true. It's more impressive. Although he does have like a seven foot wingspan. So. That's crazy. He's that yeah. short or not short. That's not short yeah. by any standard, but he's uh yeah, no, he he has a plus I wanna say it's like a plus five uh wingspan over his height, so he's got like six foot eight. Dude, I got Google. Google will tell me as long as I can type fast enough to keep talking while I'm actually typing it in and keep this going. Uh, Google will actually tell me six foot ten inches. Oh, okay. So wow, you were you were right. Like six yeah. foot ten. It says he's six one. Six. Wow, that's some long ass arms. Yeah, dude. I'm five eleven and I have a six one wingspan. <laughs> so he's two inches taller than me, and he's got an. Nine inch yeah. longer arms. 
And my friends all make fun of my arms. I, I, I got go-go gadget arms too, dude, so don't worry. I got yeah, dude. Long length. We both got long, lanky arms for our size. Look at dude. this. We're reaching the whole room. <laughs> and Donovan Mitchell dwarfs our arm lengths. It's just like Kawhi Leonard having ginormous hands. Oh, like, dude, his swat hands that are ball, like... boy. <laughs> oh, speaking of swat, did you see him uh, block a shot with his middle finger? Did he? Yeah, he blocked, he blocked a shot literally with just his middle finger. Oh, my God, I missed it. <laughs> I didn't even see it. It was great. Uh, I think he did it to Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray's going in for a dunk. He just went up and blocked it with his blocked middle it finger. With it because Jamal Murray ain't shit, okay? <laughs> Fucking, okay, you want, you want Jamal Murray to score 50 points twice in a series? It's never going to happen again. If Donovan Mitchell is in another couple of series... He'll do it again. He'll do it again. Jamal Murray ain't shit. Donovan Mitchell is the truth. The truth. We should start calling Donovan Mitchell the truth because you know what? That man is a baller. Yeah, he is. And he is going to be signing a long-term contract with the Jazz. Hopefully. Well, it was released in the media, and the media never lies to me. The media doesn't lie, dude. They don't tell you lies at all. (laughs) All right, we believe the media around here. <laughs> All right, so I, let's go ahead and get a little uh, breakdown of the MLB playoff situation, even though nobody gives a fuck because the Diamondbacks suck, and I know we've all been dying for sports, but the Diamondbacks suck, and I know that we haven't really had anything going on for months and months and months, but the Diamondbacks suck. So How are we starting? You're going to do the American League standings? All I want to do is let you guys know a few things, Okay. The first thing I want to let you know is that it doesn't look like the Astros are going to take first place in the West. Athletics are six and a half games up on them. There's not that many games left in the season. The Astros are a bunch of cheating fucking dickbags, and they're 22 and 23. So sayonara. Are the playoffs expanded, though, this year? So there's going to be more teams in the playoffs. Just so I'm Bro, pretty, you I'm pretty would, sure. You would, you would fucking ask me that right now. Uh, Tampa Bay, the Rays are first in the American League East with 28 wins and 16 losses. That's rather impressive. White Sox, wow, these random teams are good this year. It's baseball, though, right? Like The so, White Sox are barely ahead of my twins, okay? Yeah, no, the twins, twins are pulling yeah, hard. They're a game behind. Um, the Cleveland's 26 and 18. Wow, that division's tough. The Central? You have Detroit, Cleveland, Minnesota, and Chicago all over 20 games. So here's what we know about if the season were to end today. All right, we got in the first round is the best of three series. Uh, The higher seed's the home team. So best of three. Dude, that's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. It's really It makes it that much more sad that the Diamondbacks aren't in it this year because you're going to have 16 teams vying for a spot in the actual playoffs when it comes down to it. Um, so uh, you're going to have the... Uh, they actually literally are breaking it down for the first round. I think after the first round, it goes back to just regular, pretty much regular baseball playoffs. But the yeah. first round, they're giving 16 teams a chance, just like in the uh, NBA. So it's actually pretty interesting. You've got the one through eight seed... Uh, playing each other. Well, you've got the one through eights playing for uh, vying for playoff position. And it's interesting because it's broken up almost exactly like the NBA, where the number one plays the number eight, number two plays a seven, number three plays a six, and the four and five play each other. So, I mean, shit, man. It's pretty cool that it's getting all mixed up. Um, as of right now, uh, this, ep- this article is actually a little bit old, but as of right now, you'd be looking at the Rays 
versus the Yankees. The Yankees coming in at the number eight slot. Athletics versus the Twins, two versus seven. White Sox versus Astros, three versus six. And the Indian the Indians versus the Blue Jays, four versus five. That's the American League. Over in the National League, you're looking at the number one Dodgers versus the number eight Marlins, number two Braves versus the number seven Giants, number three Cubs versus the number six Cardinals, which would be a pretty good series. Everybody loves Cubs-Cardinals games. It's just a, so it's a I have staple. This, I have the standings here. Let's get them standings, boy. They're the American League, Oakland one, Tampa Bay's two, Chicago White Sox three, Minnesota four, Cleveland five, Toronto six, New York seven, Houston eight. So... A lot of stuff has changed in there, aside from yeah. the fact that Houston's eight. Um, um, National League is L.A., San Diego, Atlanta, or Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta. Oh, I was right. I thought that was Arizona. Uh, Chicago, <laughs> Diamondbacks Cubs, are not in it. Uh, Philly, uh, St. Louis, Miami, San Francisco, and Colorado, I think. One, two, Dude, while we're on five, this six, seven, topic, let's know. go ahead and just take Soft, a moment Francisco. to give the Diamondbacks a round of applause. It's really difficult in a 60-game season to be 17 games out of first place. Yeah, that's dumb. They're not very good. <laughs> that is impressive. There's not a single team in the rest of the major leagues that's even close to that. Texas Rangers, Rangers are 12, are 12 and, and a half. half. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you, Arizona. You're fucking letting us down. We're sick of your it's, shit. It's not like you can be bad to get good draft picks and because you like develop players in the in baseball. Like when you draft somebody, they're usually not good enough to come up right away, so they got to spend 2 to four years developing it. Dude, they trade them away before they're developed. They have a really good farm system. Everybody knows the Southwest is a great spot to be pulling talent from. You've got El Paso. Uh, you've got teams in Los, or in uh, New Mexico uh, there, and teams in California. You've got all kinds of spots to pull from. And actually, the Diamondbacks pull from Tacoma, Washington even. And yet, here they are sucking. Just sucking. Yeah. Fucking pathetic. Do better. Uh the fucking management in the Diamondbacks. None of you bitches are gonna hear this, but <laughs> someone will understand how I feel. It's been too long. What is it? Twenty twenty. It's about to be twenty years since we won a World Series. Twenty fucking years. Yeah, the Chicago Cubs went over a hundred. I think so. I'm fucking old, <laughs> dude. Twenty <laughs> goddamn up. years since I fucking watched Luis Gonzalez hit that single into fucking short left center field to bring Jay Bell home and secure the greatest championship in the history of all sports. Also the greatest comeback. Fuck me. Well, I think that's going to be a good spot to stop this. Because yeah, let's wrap this shit up, dude. I'm Jake, is going, Jake is getting too nostalgic over here dude, about stuff. fucking Diamondbacks just letting me down. They changed their colors. Literally, they showed their true colors. It's fucking red and... Fucking whatever, what red and black? What the something fuck like are that. their colors now? They used I don't to even be know. turquoise and purple. Or turquoise, something. blue, purple. It was all great. Fuck you. Fuck. Fuck you. Diamondbacks. Okay, do so better. do do fucking better. <laughs> Jake Arizona. is really worked up now. Uh, fucking, I would rather watch football. <laughs> I've ignored you guys since you won five in a row, and now you have lost twenty-one out of your last twenty-three. <laughs> Think about that. That's an estimate, but I know you've only won two games in the last three weeks, so figure your shit out or get the fuck out of Phoenix. So I'm going to cut Jake off now Bring so us he doesn't ramble so much. Bring us a real fucking team. We're sick of your shit. You can <laughs> cut me off at any time, but I'm not going to stop because I'm fucking fed the fuck up. 
with the fucking Diamondbacks. They bring our fucking hopes up. They have the fucking audacity to make us think the shit's going to be a little bit different. That maybe it could just be a little bit more like it was in 2001. Aside from the terrorist bombings. If we could just get back to 2001. Oh, I almost forgot about that. I forgot. <laughs> you can find us on Facebook. You can find us uh, at the Sports Wizards Podcast. You can find us on uh, Instagram at the Sports Wizards Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at Sports X3 Podcast. You can also find us on Apple, iTunes, or Apple Podcast, sorry. Uh, not iTunes. It doesn't exist anymore. Uh, rate uh, and review us on rate there. And view, rate and review Spotify, Pandora, all, all the services. The and uh, we're going to end it here because Jake went on a ramble for about I don't know, a few minutes here about I don't baseball. Even know. I don't uh, even know. Arizona Diamondback baseball and how they're terrible. So see you guys later. Have a good one. Fuck you, Arizona Diamondbacks. Adios, motherfuckers. <laughs>